This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. feline friends this is michelle fern your host on catitude okay we love our cats but some of us are better at this than others do we like grooming them do we know how to groom them okay i'm raising my my paws here nope i'm not that good at grooming my cats so my next guests are going to give us some great tips and i'm so excited to introduce them to all of you we'll be right back after this break Hi, it's me again, Michelle Fern, host of Catitude. You know what I love? My cats. I love how Molly jumps on the back of my chair when I'm working at my desk. You know what I don't love? Cleaning up Molly's litter box, which is why Arm & Hammer created new cloud control litter. There's no cloud of nasties when I scoop. It's 100% dust-free, free of heavy perfumes, and it helps reduce airborne dander from scooping. So what happens in the litter box stays in the litter box. New cloud control cat litter by Arm & Hammer. More power to you. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Today we have with us the show hosts of one of our funniest shows called Groomer Humor, Rudy and Anthony. So welcome, Rudy and Anthony, to Catitude. Thank you so much, Michelle. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. Well, I'm excited because not only are you guys entertaining, but you've been grooming for years and both dogs and cats and I don't know, maybe some other things. I don't I don't know what else you might have groomed, <laughs> but I know you guys are the experts. So, Rudy, tell me a little bit about your how long have you been grooming? I've been grooming for about 35 years now. I started when I was very young. I was only about 19 years old, and I ended up attending a grooming school called Nash Academy of Animal Arts, and uh, and then I landed a grooming job soon after that, and that's all I did for the past 35 years. I never did anything else. <laughs> oh, so you are the expert. And Anthony, how long have you been grooming? Well, I started hanging out at my dad's shop when I was about 11 years old, and I'm 29 now, so I'm terrible at math. I can't even <laughs> so, figure that out. Okay, what's that, 18? <laughs> yeah, about 18. 18, yeah. Wow. Oh, and I should <laughs> mention, you guys are a father and son team. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sick of him already at this point, to be honest with you, Michelle. Yeah, yeah, I think he's my son. I'm not really sure. We we mentioned we might want to do a DNA test yeah, just to make just sure. To make sure. Well, I want to know before we get into talking about cats, what is the strangest creature you've ever groomed? Maybe besides yourself. Sorry, I had to stick that in there. I mean, your show's <laughs> groomer humor, right? So, what's oh, the yeah. strangest creature you've ever groomed? Well, you know. Here's the thing. I don't know if the strangest creature is good for this answer, but I had a very, very strange request. At one point in my career, I had a woman whose dog actually passed away, and she wanted me to shave it down to keep the fur. 
So a very strange request. I actually declined, though. So uh, as far as creatures, uh, I don't know. I've I've done rabbits. I've done ferrets, things like that. But uh, I think the request was rather odd from her. Her dog had already passed away? Yeah, yeah. She wanted... Ooh, you know what I'm saying? That's why I said no. But uh, yeah, she wanted to save the fur. But uh, I I guess uh, she really loved her dog right till the bitter end. I mean, I could say taking a little lock, like cutting a little lock of the hair. They, that's like an old Victorian thing. And um, yeah. but shaving it once it's already deceased. Oh, you. No, no, uh, so, yeah, yeah. We draw the line. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good. So, what do you do? I mean, I could see a ferret having a mohawk. That'd be pretty funny. But how do you? <laughs> <laughs> but how do you? Okay, let's talk cats because we're about yeah. cats. I think that cats are so hard to groom because they wiggle so much. So this, you know, we're all about cats on Catitude. What are some tips you can give everyone listening out there on how we can groom our cats? Okay. Well, one of the first tips is I think choosing a breed. If you're going to go with a long-haired cat, you're going to have a much, much higher maintenance uh, situation on your hands. You're, you're going to have to worry about grooming. Cats, as everybody knows, is very they're very self-sufficient. They clean themselves. So if you have a short-haired cat, you don't have to worry about it. You're basically just kind of worrying about nails and ears and everything else is very easy. But if you're going to choose to have, say, like a Persian or a Himalayan, um, these types of cats with long hair, this could be a challenge. And I think, I think one of the biggest things you could do is you have to get them started very, very early in their life. And, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, as early as three months old, get them used to brushing, combing, all of that stuff, because it's something that they're going to require the, the, from the, to the duration uh, of their entire life. So I think that's a key in doing it, starting them very early. Okay. What if you have a cat that's Maine Coon that adopted you after it was maybe a year old and you're not good at grooming? I might be talking about myself. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, D- Dennis has long hair, and he, if you don't get him, he gets very matted. Sure. Yeah. Again, there's a big difference between cats and dogs. If a cat does not want to get groomed, you could pretty much forget about it. It's just not going to happen. Unlike a dog, you can, you, you know, you can coax them with treats and things like that. Cats have a completely different, there's a completely different approach with cats. You know, this is where Anthony comes into play too. If you have a cat that say hasn't been groomed from an early age, like, you know, a one-year-old Maine Coon that might have knots in her, you're really going to need an assistant. I personally believe that. And that's where Anthony comes in big. Uh, Anthony holds the cats for me while I do my magic. And I mean, you could talk a little bit about what you do on that and Anthony, because some cats I just can't even do without you. Anthony, tell me how you work your magic on <laughs> calming the cat so that... Now, think about if you don't have a helper that's that good at it, helping, is it possible to do it yourself? And then how do you work... Well, first, how do you work your magic? And then is it possible to do it yourself? Well, first off, yeah, you 
you you sort of kind of answer both questions in one here. You do have to be good at it, and and it seems you know, on the surface when it's oh you're just going to hold it, it seems like all I'm doing is is holding the cat or the dog. Sometimes um, uh, you'd think I'd just be sitting there staring at my dad's bald head, but uh, <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually doing a lot. When we first start, I look around the room because you know as well as I do, if a cat wants to get into a corner, they're going to get into that corner. So yeah, uh, we sort of prep the room to do a cat that doesn't want to really be groomed i speak to the cat and i hold the cat's head i pet behind the ears under the chin what 90 percent cats like and um and i i sort of speak to them and tell them that they're good and i sort of whisper to them in a really calming voice and just let them know it's going to be okay a lot of the same things i do when i hold a dog that doesn't like to be groomed but with cats i have to be much more attentive and sort of help my dad not faint (laughs) because if a cat (laughs) if a cat goes for you uh again a little bit different there's actually less aggression and much more precision when a cat goes for you as opposed to a dog that's true. I That is true. Now, most people don't bathe their cat. I know that sphinx cats need to be bathed because, you know, they don't have any fur and they get really dirty. But can you bathe a cat when you groom cats? Do you, Anthony, do you guys and Rudy, do you bathe them as well? Sure. Um, bathing, again, uh, <laughs> as, as, yeah, as a lot of people know, cats tend to hate water. Again, though, getting them used to it at a very young age will come into play with that again. Bathing a cat is, it's something that it's necessary, maybe not as often as, definitely not as often as a dog, but there are occasions where, you know, you definitely have, especially with your long haired breeds, a lot of poop will get stuck on the butt. I mean, Anthony could tell you about that, where you just have to do some clipping and some bathing and some cleaning up. Cats definitely require a bath, but again, there's a totally different approach. Uh, you really want to wet them down differently, slowly, make sure your water temperature is right. Uh, you definitely have to uh, stay away from their head. There are actually some devices that you could use, some bathing devices. They're, they're kind of like a, like a sack that you put the cat in with like a mesh sack for more aggressive cats so that you can bathe them through the sack without getting clawed up. But yeah, it could be a challenge. But yeah, to answer the question, yeah, cats, cats definitely need baths at time, just like Anthony. Okay. Most of us that have cats do this one thing, which is clipping their nails. What have you seen in all your years as far as the never clipped like this style? Again, totally different from a dog. The approach is different. Everything is so different. Uh, the nail clippers themselves, the tool that you would be using, you'd be using a cat nail clipper. It's a much smaller clipper just because cat's paws are just much smaller. You're really approaching the cat from behind. Uh, you're working from behind you. The cats tend to lay down all the time. They're not going to stand up like a dog and hand you their paw to get their nails clipped. They're going to kind of invert themselves. They almost turn into like turtles. They'll literally pull their paws in. They'll pull so that you can't get to their legs. So it's a very, very soft, gentle approach. You have to pull the leg out from underneath their body and start to clip the nails. If a cat goes for you while you're doing that, you know what? In most cases, you're as good as bitten because you are not. Cats are like cobras. I, I mean, I, I have seen cats come around so fast. You are bitten before you even know you got bitten. But again, starting them young, getting them used to it will uh, help avoid that. Okay, I've heard, Anthony, what do you think about this idea? I've heard if you put a towel around them while you're clipping the nails so they're like tucked in a little bit, that that helps. 
Sure. Yeah, that's probably one of the many – it's sort of uh, like the same thing that my dad mentioned about the sack for the bath. There are – cats are such a challenge that there are tons of, of, of these little ideas and plans that people have come up with over the years to try to get the job done because cats can, are just like that. Even if you have a really good cat, the cats that we do are actually very good, but they are still so challenging. So yeah, over all the years, yeah, I, I agree with that. It would help. It creates a little bit more separation between your hand and the cat depending on how big of a towel you use. It helps you support the cat a little bit. Sure, yeah. Yeah, we've actually done that. Mm-hmm. Yep, great idea. And I've clipped nails before from the cats, and sometimes I'll, I'll get one paw you know, per day because it's definitely difficult to do. And if everyone out there doesn't know this, you do not want to ever get bitten by a cat because cats' mouth, mouths have so much bacteria that they just a simple bite can, you know, result in your whole arm getting infected. So if anything, leave it to the professionals, go to the groomers and let them do it. What would you suggest as far as for everyone listening, if they think, you know, well, I could do it myself, that you should never do yourself, go to a groomer. And because, I mean, I wish you guys were everywhere, but you're based in New Jersey, right? Right. So unless we fly to New Jersey, we can't, (laughs) and with our cats, we can't, you know, really go to your location. But what would you suggest for people listening if they think, well, I could probably do that to just leave it to the groomers. Don't, don't even mess with it as far as cats go and grooming. I think just to confirm what you said before, doing it one where your approach is, you know, to do one paw at a time or one nail at a time. I think the key here is if you are going to take it on and try to do it yourself, get the cat used to it. Just tip them. Don't try to cut too far back and hit their vein. Get them used to the clipping sound. Get them used to, you just have to gain their trust and you will lose their trust immediately if you go too far and you hit their quick, their vein. Even though cats quicks are are a little bit more set back, a lot more set back than a dog's. You could still hit it and cause them pain and cause them to bleed. So again, if you're going to do it at home, practice, practice, uh, get your cat used to it, do it slowly, only tip them for uh, as long as it takes. It may take 10 clippings. And then once you gain the cat's trust, uh, you can go further and further. It's doable, but it's practice. It's a lot of practice and and gaining the cat's trust. That's great advice. What about, I think anything other than clipping nails and maybe cleaning and ears, well, probably cleaning ears, should be left to the groomers. What about people that want to do it themselves as far as shaving their cats or anything like that or giving them the lion cut or any mm. anything like that? I mean, I think you have to be skilled, oh, like, yeah. you, like both of you, to do something like that. What are your suggestions? I personally, and I know Anthony's behind me on this, I don't recommend that at all. When you're using a pair of clippers, here's the thing. Again, this is the difference between cats and dogs. Cats' skin is very, very soft. They have very, very soft, sensitive skin. That's why they feel everything. If you touch a cat you know, by their rump or their the base of their tail, right away they pop. Anybody that owns a cat knows that they pop their butt up because they like to be scratched there. They're such sensitive animals, and their skin is so soft that they will cut very, very easily. I don't recommend that at all, especially if your cat has knots or any uh, something like that or is matted, definitely, definitely don't do it. Leave it to the professionals. You're only asking for an accident to happen. Great, great advice. I have a question for you since you know so much about, you know, with grooming dogs and cats and, and all that. What does it mean? And I know that 
cats are now I know that cats are sensitive by their you know the base of the tail and I know that I didn't know exactly how sensitive they were but I know that every <laughs> time you touch them over there they stick their butts up what happens if your dog does the same thing was he taught by the cat or I'm not kidding. Nikki and Dennis are good friends. And Nikki's a little Havanese. He's like 15 pounds. Aww. Dennis is about 18. And maybe he lo- maybe 17 now. But Nikki does the same thing. Did, did Dennis teach him that? Oh, without question. Yeah. Absolutely. Without no question. question. I have seen, I have seen dogs and cats learn. I've seen dogs act like cats and cats act like dogs. It's just the amazing part of having them. Without question, he learned from it. He's yep. looking at the cat going, Hey, I wonder what that feels like. You know, <laughs> do that to me. You know, yeah. exactly. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's the strangest thing. I thought he <laughs> must have taught him, but how does he, what did he say? Hey, dude, you know, if you want your butt like this, Steve, you know, your back touch like this, stick your butt up in the air. They like it. They like. You know, I don't. I don't know how we communicated that, but it's the I oddest mean, thing. And yeah, they're they're a mi- mischievous team. They are almost a tag team. You know, you do this, okay? Then I'll go from here and take over. <laughs> I think everybody needs a butt scratch every now and again. You know. Sure, sure. I know I do. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to go there. So, for, for everyone listening out there and all my my Catitude fans, tell us a little bit about Groomer Humor so that they can tune into your show. Uh, I'll give this one to you, Aunt. What, what, what my dad's think? not very tech savvy, so I, 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 I guess I'll take. He doesn't even know how you, to say go to our page. So I could give you, I could give you my phone number. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give him your phone number. <laughs> no, um, well, Groomer Humor, it, uh, it, it, it basically, it's just something we were lucky enough to know Mark, and he's a very good friend of ours, and we've known him for a long time, and me and my father always wanted to sort of do what we're doing right here with you today, get the word out and teach people, and it's fun to talk about, so uh, we put our show together and, you know, just go to our page on PetLifeRadio.com, Groomer Humor. And, uh, yeah, we just started having a lot of fun with it. And, you know, we're comedians outside of dog grooming. We do a bunch of different things. But we're, above all else, we're comedians on top of the fact. So that's why our show is called Groomer Humor because we're groomers and we're, we're you know, well, we like to think we're funny at least. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, and, and we've been doing it for God, almost 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 two years now, I think. And, um, yeah, and we really, uh, you know, we put it all on our YouTube channel as well. We have a YouTube channel called Grooming by Rudy that we post a lot of tutorials on. We post our podcast there as well. So you could find us there too on youtube.com, Grooming by Rudy. Uh, you'll find all of our podcasts there as well as petliferadio.com on our page there. Yeah, and we're all over the place, really. Yeah, loving well, it. It's been fabulous having you both on. Aww. Catitude. Thank you so much, Anthony, for letting us know where else we can find you. And those tutorials would be, I'm, so, I'm sure, so helpful for everyone listening. And thank you, Rudy, also for coming on and giving us all these great tips. Thank you both for coming on Catitude. Oh, thank, thank you. you so much. Appreciate it. Okay, everyone, don't move. We're going to be right back with the second half of the grooming show. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? 
Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite for life. Pick up two tubes of Doggo Suds. Get the third tube free. Peppermint, tea tree, lavender, Doggo Sud shampoo. Made with all-natural coconut, jojoba, aloe. Great for healthy skin and soft, shiny coats. But no itchy, harsh chemicals. Lather up, rinse away. Try Doggo Suds. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking about grooming your cat and ways to make your long-haired cat, especially for long-haired cats, more comfortable when you're grooming. And I would like to introduce Jay. Welcome. He's from Hands-On Gloves, and he helped me discover something that was would make me and Dennis so happy with grooming. So welcome, Jay. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Okay. Now, we had talked before at a huge pet show and a pet expo, I should say, 700 plus vendors. And you have um, something called, product called Hands-On Gloves that you came up with. But we were talking and I was complaining about my cats. I said, I wish there'd be something for cats. And you said, this. (laughs) And so, (laughs) yeah, it was good for my dogs, but I, I... Duh, why didn't I think about that? So yeah. for everybody that's listening, it's probably like, hands on, what's a glove? What is this? Can you describe what it looks like so that people get a kind of good visual, even though we're all audio? Yeah, it is basically um, the first ever five-fingered grooming glove. So on all of your fingers, it has nodules that go all the way down and all the way to the palm. So you've got nodules across your hands, and it's a pair of gloves. So uh, a glove on each hand makes all the difference in the world. And you're talking about cats that, that hate to be groomed. We, we see this daily. People send us videos of their cats that absolutely hate to be groomed, and a lot of them are long-haired cats. But they like the gloves because it's just your hands. And that's the cool thing about the gloves is they're just getting a massage. They don't know they're getting groomed, yet they're getting a better, more effective grooming process with the gloves. Yeah. That's what I love because every time I would use one of the um, brushes for taking you yeah. know, the fur brushes and that sort of stuff, the dogs, well, one of my dogs is kind of like a, a wuss as, as uh, my uh, producer calls him. He's a little scared <laughs> of everything, but, but usually most dogs are okay with it, but cats you have to be so gentle with and you tend to yeah. just by nature go a little harder. And so, yeah, that's what I love with when I... When I used the gloves with Dennis, yeah, it was like massaging him. He didn't just, yes. you know, yeah. two brushes and dart away. Exactly, exactly. And, and going back to those tools, that's one of the reasons I, I invented the gloves. Because, you know, as a kid, I even thought, this can't be comfortable. It's a metal bristle brush. I wouldn't rub that up my leg or my belly or my back. <laughs> that would hurt. And the other ones are <clears throat> um, literally blades. And those devices actually cut and rip the good hair out. So not only is that bad for the coat, but it hurts the animal. With the hands-on gloves, 
that only massages out because of the flexibility of your fingers and the nodules, the way we made them, that only massages the ready-to-shed hair out. And it gets all the way down to the skin, even on long-haired cats, which is so critical because when they clean themselves, they can't get all the way to their skin. So it's critical for us um, to be able to get all the way down to the skin, which the gloves do. It massages the dirt and dander out. And more importantly, it massages those natural oils all the way through the cat, through the coat. And, uh, and we actually won at Global Pet Expo for best natural product because of that reason, because it, it produces a natural shine on your long-haired cats if you do it regularly, which we're finding people will because it's fun. You're making your animals happy, which is that's what we want to do, which also makes us happy. But doing it on a regular basis, then it will cut down on them getting knotted up. Um, it just makes a good, nice, healthy coat. Well, congrats on winning the award. That's wonderful. Thanks. (laughs) And that's so true because grooming is a little bit more, a lot more fun, you know, than brushing teeth. Well, I'm not going to go there with brushing cat's teeth, but 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 it's cats you got to groom. And even if they're long hair for sure, because I know what happens when you don't, you get the mats and those are difficult and terrible just a mess definitely yeah and and then you have to cut them out and they look like a botched up you know crazy (laughs) hair job and that sort of thing and do you have any tips on you know massaging should you do back first stomach first head legs is there an order does it matter it doesn't matter um the technique that that works best and i'm doing some videos on this right now is um not just petting with the grain of of the hair um, go against it and go with it. And you can, with your gloves and your fingers finally in the action, you can go down legs and places you can't get to with other devices. But that back and forth with and against the grain really gets all the dirt and dander out and then massages those oils all the way through the coat. And then when you're done going back and forth all over your animal, your cat, just rake it out with the grain and smooth it out and You'll be amazed at how much dirt and dander you get out and how much more hair you get out. That's the best technique. Okay, this might sound a little nuts. I know about going with the grain and stuff when it comes to wood, but how do you do that with fur? I mean, probably a lot of people out there listening go, oh, how did she not know? But I'm not really 100% sure. Does hair, like, go one way and then... It, it does, and, and that's that's what um, they call the grain. Whichever the way the hair lays down naturally, sometimes it'll go sideways, sometimes it'll go uh, the other ways, but more times than not, the majority of the animal, it's going from head to rear end, head to tail, and that would be the grain. That would be going in the direction of the grain. And so that's what I'm saying, go from head to tail and then go from tail to head, and that's back and forth, that back and forth action. And again, underneath on the belly, up and down legs, and then rake it out the way the hair naturally lays. Oh, that's such a great idea. And it makes grooming so much more user parent, pet parent friendly <laughs> and, and kitty friendly for baby friendly. Do you need to apply any kind of lotions or sprays or anything? You do not, and again, getting back to that uh, best natural win that, and that we won, you don't need to do anything. If you use the gloves regularly, you will notice a nice natural shine and a healthier coat. 
with the gloves. If you prefer to use anything, you can. I don't know if you bathe your cats, but we get videos of people bathing their cats all the time. <laughs> if you if you bathe your cat, you can bathe with the gloves as well, and uh, it makes all the difference in the world. So you can use any kind of products you want with the gloves. The gloves actually help get all of that through the coat. But at the end of the day, you don't have to use anything. Just regular massage, and um, you'll already get to see a nice, natural, healthy, shiny coat. Okay, and for those um, households that you know, those pet parents that are listening that have also dogs, I know we're catitude, but that some, yep. you know, some have a zoo like me with cats and dogs. <laughs> and <Yep>. um, <laughs> can you use the same glove, just in case someone's wondering, can you use the same glove for the cat and the dog? Does it make a difference? It does not. It is the same glove. I actually designed these for equine, for horses. And as we were testing them, of course, we've got dogs, and we were testing them on the dogs, and then we sent them to cat people, and they were testing them on the cats. And we quickly realized that they would work just as phenomenal on cats and dogs and, and as they did on horses. Uh, but we've got everything from zebras and elephants using them. I make the joke all the time, I need an aardvark, so I can finally say from aardvarks to zebras, <laughs> the gloves work. <laughs> so you could do rabbits and ferrets too then, I guess, huh? Yep. Yeah, there's a lady on QVC that has rabbits, and she uses them all the time on her rabbits. And uh, so, yeah, we've got and people send videos of rabbits and livestock, cows, all kinds of animals. <laughs> it's oh, fun. Wow. Okay, for everyone that's listening, and I, you know, I love that you're able to, you know, come on and tell us how easy this is to use because it explained it so far so much better than I could, and <laughs> I. I just love the fact that you're, you know, you're cuddling and playing with your cat. And while you're doing that, they're getting this great massage that they're loving and they're getting groomed and they don't even really know it because they don't. They don't. They don't. So they're having a yeah. great time. It eases the stress of the, off the animal, makes the pet parent happy because you you are not, you know, anxiety with, oh, I got a brush and I, then they let me do it yep. for two seconds and then they ran away and, yep. you know. <laughs> That's what happens yep. around my house. I get two seconds, yes. and then he goes, Zoop, but with hands on gloves, no. Dennis was laying there like, and he looks like a rug when he lays on his back. There's, um, on at Catitude 17, there's pictures of him. He looks like a freaking rug. I've never seen a cat sleep so much on his back with his paws up in the air. His oh, that's up. funny. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> That's usually they hide their belly, but not him. He's like, hey, not you know, him. so much fur that you can't even tell it's a cat. But um, where can people find Hands On Gloves? You can find them at handsongloves.com. And we're also in Tractor Supplies and Ace Hardwares and many other retailers uh, across the country. Um, okay. But yeah, you can learn more at handsongloves.com and there'll be a list of retailers there as well. Okay, great. Jay, thank you so much for coming on Catitude and telling us all about the, you know, the benefits of grooming your cat and how easy it is with hands-on gloves. It's been so wonderful to have you. Thank you, Michelle. And uh, one more point, if I may. As far as um, getting the hair off of our cats, it's critical for especially long-haired cats who, when they clean themselves, they ingest a ton of hair. Um, we've heard from many people that this is an actual game-changer for them because they're not able to groom their cats, so their cats ingest so much hair, and, you know, hairballs can actually be deadly. But people thank us for this product because they're finally able to groom their cats, get that dead hair off of their cat and out of their digestive system. So it's a, it's a game changer on that front as well. 
Oh, I and you know, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't even think about that, but that is an extra bonus. No more or maybe very minimal hairballs, which they're just weird hairballs. They look like yeah. fake, fake poop. It's it's yeah. so weird. It's so weird. But um I it's and then the the poor cats are like hacking forever. Yes. And and yes. so it's 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 not fun for them. It's it's horrible for them and certainly yeah. pet parents don't need that. So what a great idea. Jay, thanks so much for that extra little tip and it's been wonderful having you on Catitude. Thank you so much, Michelle. Appreciate it. Wow, I learned so much on this show about how to be a better pet parent, my felines, and to do a better job at grooming. And, you know, hey, make it easier for me as well. And they'll enjoy it so much more. So a big thank you to Rudy and Anthony from the Groomer Humor Show. You can hear them and on Pet Life Radio. They host Groomer Humor, and they have a lot of great grooming ideas and tips and fabulous information and uh, thanks to Jay as well from Hands on Gloves great way to groom your cat especially long hair Dennis loves it and I love it we're both happy and I haven't seen any fur balls since using the hand on gloves and thank you to the rest of my feline crew that also tested it which was Molly and Miss Charlotte thank you to my producer Mark Winter for making me my guests sound great and thank you to everyone listening to Catitude I love getting all your info and tips and suggestions so please keep sending them michelle at petliferadio.com and listen um oh well listen and see and view some of my cat crews and their antics at um at catitude 17 and uh some other things um at catitude 17 on instagram let's talk pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com